Hello, and uh, welcome back to Emily's Thoughts. I know I've been out for a while, you know, since last year, in fact, but um, I finally found the time to record my bonus episode about Galaxy's Edge, which I promised in my previous episode. Um, I won't be releasing a full-length episode for some time. I'm probably going to take the entire month of March off to record new episodes, since I simply haven't had the time between um, school and uh, a few other things that I've been doing outside of school. So, um, without further ado, let's jump uh, right into my bonus episode about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney World. So... Galaxy's Edge is one of the, if not the, biggest um, single-themed expansions to Hollywood Studios to ever happen. If It might even be the largest um, expansion to have a, a single theme, meaning like uh, there, were, there was New Fantasyland, which opened, which might have been bigger. I don't know. I haven't actually looked at the stats. should probably do that at some point. Um, but I didn't. So, it's it's big, is what I'm trying to say. So, there are actually two entrances. Um, one is right off of Grand Avenue in Hollywood Studios, um, right next to Baseline Tap House and Muppet Vision 3D. You can't miss it. It's a very large archway. The other one is right at the end of um, Toy Story Land, oddly enough. And it's got this big kind of hallway, no, that's not the right word, this big kind of straightaway section that isn't really themed for Toy Story or Star Wars, it kind of acts as like a a buffer between the two areas. I'm probably speaking too loudly right now, I'm sorry, Um, but my headphones aren't working right now, so I don't know what I sound like. So, for the sake of convenience, since I had been doing my kind of what you see when you come in um, for the other Disney parks, I'm going to start at the main entrance at Grand Avenue. And here's where you're going to find one of the two rides in Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. This is, it's a wonderful ride, it's very immersive, you know, the, the, the ride starts before you even get into the ride vehicle. Um, um, for those who want to experience the whole thing for themselves, I'm not going to spoil anything, but, um, as a word of warning, uh, as of right now, you need to get a, what is called a boarding pass to get on to Rise of the Resistance, which means you need to log on to an app or talk to a cast member while in Hollywood studios to get in a virtual line to get on Rise of the Resistance and you'll be placed into a boarding group. And when your boarding group is called, you simply walk up to the right entrance. They'll make sure that you're registered with a boarding group that is being called. And you can go in. Now, once your boarding group is called, you have approximately two hours to get to the ride before your boarding group will no longer be called anymore. And you can not go on the ride. Now, this is very important. You can only get one boarding pass per day. Which means, if you miss one, I don't think you can get another. I think you just, you'd have to talk to a cast member about that. Um, and so, 
There's resistance supply that's right there also, which is where you get a lot of resistance-themed merchandise. Um, and then you walk in and it's kind of a really big marketplace. There's a lot of stuff you can do there, um, a lot of places you can go. And so I'm going to assume you go just right into the market where you're going to find a, a, a plaza of a few things in a um, in an in open air, well, an almost open air market. So there's the Toydarian toy maker, which is going to have some dolls, stuff like that. Black Spire out, Outfitters, which will have Black Spire Outpost, which is the place that Galaxy's Edge is set. Um, clothes and clothes themed to different characters. There's the creature stall where you can get a lot of stuffed creatures. Um, and then there's Ronto Roasters, which is at the very end, which is one of the quick service dining locations. Oh, and actually, I almost forgot. Kat, I'm looking at the name. I don't remember how to pronounce it. Cat Saka's Kettle, where you can get some flavored kettle corn. And I, I got it, and I have to admit, it is very good. Um, moving on from there, you're you're in a, a larger area, and you can finally see the crown jewel of Galaxy's Edge, the Millennium Falcon. Um, in this area, there's Docking Bay 7, which is um, a much more comprehensive um, kind of place. It's still um, a quick service restaurant. There are no table service dining locations at Galaxy's Edge. Uh, but they have a really good breakfast at Docking Bay 7, I gotta admit. But I do I do prefer uh, the, the, the Ronto wrap. Um, I don't know about the Ronto morning wrap. I, I didn't particularly like it. But um, I, I know that the regular Ronto wrap at Ronto Roasters is very good. Then there's Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities right across the way from Docking Bay 7, which is where you're going to be finding your Legacy Sabers, which are your really good quality um, metal... Pro, uh, uh, I cannot talk today. Why did I decide to record this today? Um, the lightsabers that are modeled after the ones that belong to the characters and just past Doc Ondar's, kind of back towards Ronto Roasters, but but on the same wall as Doc Anders, if that makes any sense, you're going to go down some stairs and you're going to encounter Savi's Workshop, which is where you can make your own lightsaber. And you have to get a reservation because, as far as I'm aware, it gets booked up really quickly. Um, and so then you go past Doc Anders in the opposite direction of Savi's Workshop, and you're going to see uh, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, which is, as I said, the crown jewel of Galaxy's Edge. It, it's, it's wonderful. It makes noise. It will adjust like certain parts of it at certain times. And Smuggler's Run is the ride where you fly the Millennium Falcon. And it is interactive in that you actually move like levers and press buttons and flip switches, and you even get to make the jump to hyperspace. And you 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 do all of this, and it's fairly interactive, 
you are kind of, you are, well, no, not kind of, you are railroaded into the same story every time at the time of this recording. Um, anyway, so continuing into the land, um, you see Oga's Cantina, which you're going to usually need a reservation for, if not always. Um, they have really good atmosphere. Um, uh, I'm not 21, so I cannot tell you how good their their alcoholic drinks are, but I can tell you their mocktails are quite good. Um, and then continuing from there, you're actually going to be getting into the First Order area. The only thing that they have here is First Order Cargo, and then um, which is just First Order themed merchandise and the occasional um, Stormtrooper platoon that keeps watch in that area. And then you just turn right and you start going back into the, uh, you know, you, you start going towards the Toy Story land exit of the land, and you're going to see the milk stand, which has the uh, the famous blue milk of the Star Wars universe. Um, and, you know, you keep going, you keep going, there's some restrooms. Um, and then Droid Depot, where you can make your own droids. You sh- could get a reservation here, in my experience, you do not always need a reservation. Like, if you're going to be going during, during uh, like a kind of, I guess Disney World doesn't really have an off season, but when it's less crowded, so not in like Christmas time, you can probably afford to not get a reservation at Troy Depot. And unless I've missed anything, which I don't think I have, that is the entirety of the tour, quote unquote. And now, um, I'll be right back in another segment with kind of my rundown of of what I love about the land. Okay, so the last thing I'd like to get into before I finish this um, episode, this bonus episode up, is talking about the things that I really liked about Galaxy's Edge and why it is probably my favorite of the newer lands at Disney World. And I gotta say, it is it is definitely the most immersive. Um, you know, there are stormtroopers walking around in the First Order area, resistance officers in the resistance area, and then just, like, people. Citizens of Black Spire Outpost just kind of walking around the neutral areas. And they're in character all of the time. And it's really wonderful. You're not gonna find, unless you really look for it, a Star Wars logo or a Disney logo anywhere in the park. Sure, it's on the, you know, sure, it's on the, like, on the, on, on the, on the branding. So, like, it, it'll be on, on the tag for your, for the shirt that you get there, or it'll be on the back of the box of the, um, I honestly can't think of a of a good example that it sounds general, but like other merchandise that you get, it's going to be on the tag, it's going to be on the back, it's going to be very small and out of the way because they want to theme it towards, in general, the entire... They don't want to theme it towards Star Wars. They want to theme it towards the world of Galaxy's Edge. You're, 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 you're meant to be able to think that you're there. If you, you know, kind of let your imagination run wild. And that's really cool. And it's immersive to the point that, like, the locals 
of Black Spire Outpost have their own slang for certain things and have their own kind of regional phrases that people just coming as tourists aren't going to know initially. Stuff like greetings, uh, names for drinks and stuff like that. Stuff that we as, you know, quote unquote, people from Earth, um, because, you know, obviously it's, it's on Earth, spoiler alert. Disney World is, is, is on Earth, um, aren't going to know just kind of coming in. And I think that's really cool because it kind of lets you get into the, the manufactured culture of the place. Um, the experience of making your own lightsaber is especially cool. Um, again, I'm not going to spoil that for anybody. The droids will actually, and this is this is a this is a, a marketed thing, so I'm not spoiling anything. The droids will respond to surrounding things if you do stuff right. So, if you have a resistance personality chip in your custom droid and you turn it on, and a platoon of first order stormtroopers walk by, that droid is it, it could act defiant, it could act scared, depending on well, just kind of the, the random chance. And, you know, it actually seems like it reacts. Sometimes droids will talk to each other. So if you pass by somebody that has their own custom droid. Um, altogether, it is a super immersive land. I love it. I spent a lot of time there when I was there back in December. Um, and I can't wait to go again because there's so many little details there, like the signs on the walls and the alien speech and the various different things that you can get there. It's just wonderful. And, um, yeah, I, I, I can't wait to go again. It was absolutely wonderful. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my just general review of the galaxy's edge land after I talked kind of about its, um, structure spatially. So, I think that should round out my episode. Um, as always, um, if you like this show, uh, please support it. Um, there should be a link to support it in the description of this episode. If there isn't, that's on me. But um, if there isn't, you can also just go to the Anchor page for my show. It's anchor.fm slash emily's with no apostrophe so just e-m-i-l-y-s dash thoughts t-h-o-u-g-h-t-s um and that'll show you my show's page and it'll give you a link where you can support the show um i don't advertise the show anywhere so if you know somebody that might like the show um word of mouth for me and my friends is the only way that i spread information about the show so please consider telling a friend or i mean even tweeting about it that would be freaking awesome if you did that um so yeah um thank you for listening this is emily i'll see um, well, not see. I'll make a new episode over the course of the March month, um, and I'll start releasing, uh, in April. 
So I shall see you all then. Goodbye.